We can't leave the bedroom doors open or it pisses on the bed. Oh man. <laughs> Classic cat problems. Um yeah. oh. <laughs> I actually cat stepped in cat uh throw up this morning. It was quite I did that. I did that yesterday. I've still got the stain on the carpet behind me. I need to take care of. Let's talk Oculus is proudly sponsored by the good folks at Patreon. If you want to support the show, join us on patreon.com forward slash playtest VR. What's up, Oculus nerds? I'm Dan from Playtest VR. Welcome back to episode 45 of Let's Talk Oculus. As always, the lo-fi himself, it's Samson. How you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm nice, doing pretty well. Nice fresh cut that you got there for the viewers. If you're listening to the, or watching the video podcast, shall I say? Oh yeah, and I definitely have my VR uh, redness here. I I cannot <laughs> stop playing Grab. I yeah. <laughs> I can VR, see that. VR here. blush. Yeah. Yeah, my VR blush. <laughs> I can see that you are blushing. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, and today we are joined by an OG VR developer, shall I say, who started his craft with Rockstar. Uh, co-founding a couple of uh, a few companies in the VR space along the way and is currently hardworking at the highly ambitious cyberpunk-like title called Lo-Fi. Blair Renault, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Um, we'll be talking about Blair. We'll be talking to Blair, sorry, about his VR journey, including the early Rockstar stuff, which I'm super eager to learn about, as well as the companies that he's founded. Um, but first, a little housekeeping. Um, Let's Talk Oculus is available every single Wednesday on all good podcast platforms and some rubbish ones as well. If you want to check us out on the video stream, you can join us on Let's Talk Oculus uh, YouTube channel. Uh, we also have a Discord, which has um, quite a few members in there who are currently um, joining different multiplayer games and just talking about VR in general and sending lots of dogs and cats pictures because uh, we have a little pet scream as well. Mm -hmm. So if you want to join our Discord, links will be uh, below. And finally, if you want to support us, throw us a dollar at patreon.com forward slash playtestvr for any early access episodes. Um, like I said, all the links will be in the description below as well as all of Blair's links. Blair, let's um let's take it back to when you were 17. Okay. <laughs> a while back. <laughs> That's way back. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> looks like yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you definitely got the, the desk that you have is definitely what you would have dreamed of when you were 17 definitely. with everything going on and the arcade yeah. system. And obviously we have the yeah. Star Wars stuff at the background too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The Star Wars stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a yeah. nice so much stuff he's forgotten what's on there. Yeah. Oh, we got a lightsaber. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna get copyrighted by Lucasfilm soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blair, obviously, when you were seventeen, you kind of took the what I would say as people say nowadays the the dream job of starting to work at Rockstar. Um, obviously they weren't as prestigious as they were as they are now we know how mm -hmm. successful they are but what was it like just being so young and working for a pretty big gaming studio even back then well i mean yeah it was a, it was a dream but when i first started it was like uh 12 guys and it was game tech mm -hmm. and then i think we were working on uh they're working on quarantine 2 road warrior when i started um so i was just a tester uh and then when that was done i basically said i'm not leaving 
<laughs> like I'll do whatever, you know, I'll, I'll go get coffee, I'll do whatever. And I, I just kind of like <clears throat> lurked around everybody um, and learned what I could and started doing as much as I could also. Uh, and then it was, I think it was purchased by Take Two. Mm-hmm. Is it Take Two first? Game Tech? Yeah, and then Take Two. And then Take Two. Purchase Rockstar. Purchase Rockstar. And then they made all of their game studios Rockstar. Right. Uh, so, yeah. And then the, the, like, the, the only like Rockstar title that I worked on that anybody would know would be Grand Theft Auto. But that was like the first Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, top the top down OG yeah. one, right? Yeah. So, and, and I didn't work on that. I worked on the expansion pack for it uh called grand theft auto london 1969 yes. mm-hmm. yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a like a fan favorite for for old people but uh <laughs> did you get one of the rockstar jackets no i had a bunch of cool t-shirts though it was funny i was okay. looking through old pictures the other day and i was like man i want that shirt back like it's cool <laughs> rockstar merch man but, yeah, yeah yeah i recently listened to a book on the grand theft auto like origins i forget what it was called but uh, yeah, they mentioned those jackets and just how how cool it was. Right. They they tried to pull, show that they were cool. Right. Yeah, I guess we we definitely felt like rock stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like yeah, it was in the it, name. Yeah. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto was like a pretty big deal too. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you like you said, you worked on London, um, which obviously now people look back on. You know, people want to want that kind of expansion to happen in in the games that are coming out now and such. Um, what did you work on there? Was it a lot of sound design, or was it a little bit of um, everything? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, in London. I did. I built the entire map of London. Wow. So, uh, but it was like that. <laughs> the engine for that game is really weird. It's like everything's built with cubes. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, like it was like a, a tile set, but like a 3D tile set, but it wasn't even really 3D. It was like basically just, yeah, building stacks. So it was, it, it was, it was a lot like Minecraft, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had to build the entire city of London, which I, 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 I'd never been <laughs> to. I still, I, I still haven't been there. Yeah. So we <laughs> like crashed the bookstores you know there was no amazon online at the time it was like we went into the bookstores and just grabbed like all of the maps kind of maps and tourist kind of kind of like find your way around london because we needed to know like about the Mm. areas and like major landmarks and such right not, not just the landmarks but like also kind of like what the perception of those areas were right like Mm. like you get a map the feel the vibes just says like chelsea or something and it's like okay but like what's going on there Mm -hmm. you know so it it was it was kind of a lot of research especially for like yeah i guess i was probably maybe at that point i was like 18 17 18 Mm -hmm. Uh, you became like a in a london history buff yeah (laughs) without going there i I, I felt like i would know my way around london if i got there you know and like see the landmarks and stuff but Mm. uh, that would be interesting if you go there now and i mean i know it was a while ago that you worked on it but it'd be interesting if you were going oh yeah i I know all these things it feels like i was there before kind of what vr is giving you now when you go to different places and then you actually go in real life yeah like i feel like i've kind of been here (laughs) yeah but it would be like, yeah, my, my memory of it is this weird, like, blocky overhead. <laughs> and it's like, north is always north. So it would be like, it's, it's kind of confusing. Um, I know, I know, I uh, with Grand Theft Auto 5, I had 
just come back from LA and I went over to my buddy's place and he had it mm -hmm. and I, I didn't know where five took place. So I'm just watching it and, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 go back, like turn around. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I was like in that hotel two days ago <laughs> and like it blew my mind. I was like, holy cow, like yeah. they, they nailed LA like perfectly. Mm -hmm. Like the no, research is yeah. insane. Yeah. Like nowhere close to the fidelity that, or like what I did was nowhere close to the fidelity of, of, of five either. Like, I, I, I would think I mean, they don't look at books anymore and they actually go to the places as well. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> to give a little leg up on that, but. Um, Google Earth now. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, yeah, no, they probably sent people. I don't for know sure. what office made that one. Rockstar North, probably right? Rockstar North. They're the, yeah. they're the ones who make normally their right. GTAs nowadays. I and think Rockstar North in Scotland. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's where the DMA guys have made the original Grand Theft Auto work. Also. Oh, I, I, see. Don't I don't know where North is. It's funny because like Rockstar Toronto yeah. is probably the most North. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not called Rockstar North. It's Rockstar Toronto. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. And nobody you, nobody pays attention to actual geography, right? No, no. <laughs> um, obviously they you were there for what six years, I think. Did you work on anything else? Like, did you go into PS2 era as well, or did you leave by that point? Yeah, I think PS2 we ported Oni to PlayStation Two, and okay. wait, okay, so Grand Theft Auto, who made State of Emergency? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, that was we, one of we, my favorites. So, London 1969 was the first expansion pack for a PS1 game. Yeah. Mm. Like that had never been done. And then Grand Theft Auto 2 was. No, that was still PS1, I think. Yeah, it was still PS1. Um, PS3, yeah. a PS2, sorry, had Grand Theft Auto 3. So, obviously. And there were a couple of mobiles too, right? Like Game Boy ones. Yeah. yeah, and then you also had uh, I think Max Payne was yeah. first on PS2. The first yeah, Max, Payne. Max Payne was a different office. Mm. Uh, we did, yeah, I think porting Oni from PC to PS2. I think, or was that PS1? No, that was PS2. It must have been. Yeah, PS1, yeah. PS2 was 99, I think, when it first came out. So, yeah, and that been. was that was the first game because it there weren't a lot of like third person games mm -hmm. on playstation yet or on anything on any console yeah. it was yeah. all pc so i remember we were trying to figure out how to do the control scheme like how are we going to control the camera because mm -hmm. on, on pc it was mouse to yeah. rotate the camera uh and only worked really well and i remember telling the guys i'm like okay no we gotta we gotta move all the action buttons up to the triggers was it dual shock out then yes yeah so okay uh yeah i was like we need to rotate the camera with the with the right stick and move with the left stick and the all like i was the youngest guy there everybody was like old and they were mm -hmm. like what are you talking about like people can't <laughs> you can't do it like people can't use two sticks at the same time and press buttons we're gonna have to like reprogram i'm like no trust me and like i remember the one guy uh was like he was like angry like calling me names like so dumb of an idea but I think it was legit, like the first game to do that, to, yeah. to do like to the handle yeah, control. Because before that, you would generally use the back buttons to rotate in like mech games and like, yeah, or yeah, yeah or, like, like fly. Yeah. No, well, not even that. There was like it was, 
there was no like third person action games at all at the time it was like uh, the only one that screams to mind because it came out with the dual shock was um ape escape on ps1 was the mm-hmm. first one but i don't think it used the camera the 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 right stick was used to like use the weapons but right. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, camera yeah. still moved itself so armored it's, core and and maybe yeah and like in terms of like the one of the first games to actually use the right stick as the camera it may have been like one of the first yeah. early ones and yeah that makes sense to be honest that they were laughing because back then yeah no they were like it wasn't just laughing like one guy was like mad at me <laughs> It was like calling oh me like like the R word. Like this is the it's... 90s. It was still okay. That's <laughs> how you know you're an innovator. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but that's the funny thing is now I think back on it. It was like a traumatic experience. But I'm like, yo, I think I, I might have invented that. <laughs> I should get credit for that. You for sure. You're definitely, uh, if not the first, definitely up there in the first 10 of people who have ever thought that. I like your idea as well of thinking to move the action buttons to like the back triggers. Yeah. Because then you won't have to lift your yeah, you left or right thumbstick, yeah, you right? you do both at the same time, yeah. So that was yeah. that was a smart thing too, yeah. I don't know where this guy is now. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's dead actually. Dead. <laughs> i guess he was old back then in the 90s Fair yeah. enough, but... okay, it wasn't that old i think yeah it was, must have been in his like maybe late 30s or something but, yeah. yeah fair enough fair enough i mean that's sometimes what it is it's, it's similar to i guess vr right now where so you know it, you're the people who are inventing what it's going to be like like no one really knows people think it's going to go one way and most likely it's probably going to go the other way you know you as a mm-hmm. developer probably knows the best in terms of way you think that this platform can go into and um trying at least um speaking of like vr though um obviously you're at rockstar um and then you left rockstar and such um when when was the first time that you experienced vr and when did you kind of decide this is what you want to i figured this out the other day because somebody was asking in uh in a i think it was in the big screen discord um what year was it and what was the game called? Oh my God! Give me two seconds. I can, I, I can talk. Love the Discord. This. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think well, so it was sometime in the '90s. Like I think it was even before I started at Rockstar. It must have been. It was like was 90s. it a Virtual Boy? <laughs> no, it was. I definitely did that. Though. I think that was after Rockstar. Was that, what year was that? A Virtual Boy was in the I 90s. I think it was 94. Yeah. yeah. I just 94? tried the Virtual Boy yeah. emulator and it made me nauseous. Yeah, oh, that's weird. fair. That's fair. I mean, did you stay and hold your headset just like you were meant to do it back in the day? <laughs> just have it stationary? Or were you looking no. around? No. Okay. So I got it. I got it. What's it? Uh, okay. Sometime in the 90s. Oh, I said I didn't know then. So the, yeah, there was a, there's this thing in, in Toronto. It's called the Canadian National Exhibition, the CNE. It's like a big, uh, basically like a giant carnival mm-hmm. that goes on for for uh, a month in the, at the end of the summer. So yeah, they had a virtual virtuality machine. Wait, is this even it? Because I, I forget about the game also. Uh, virtual oh, yeah, Boy was, was 95. No, vir- vir- virtuality. Right. Okay. Uh, what? You know, like the big stand-up thing that you sit in, mm-hmm. like a tr- like a treadmill, and they they had this game called Zone Hunter, which uh, I don't know if I can make this full screen over here, and you can even see it maybe a little bit. I but can I, I can put gameplay over this it. over the video stream for there's, sure. There's I, only I... like one crappy video of it. <laughs> um, 
but anyway, so, so I don't know how old I was. I must've been like, you know, in like early teens, like 14 or something, yeah. uh, 15. And, uh, so I, tr I try this thing out and it's basically like an on rails shooter. You're just going down these corridors and you're, you're shooting, uh, like really laggily shooting guys. <laughs> and, uh, I remember they they took the headset off of me and there was these two dudes that were like running the booth just like staring at me in shock and I'm like what's up and they're like we've never seen anyone get that far before and I was like oh that's amazing like it was like the craziest feeling right like I was like a wizard and uh so like and I loved it it was like uh, it was like that was amazing so yes you found something time. that was both cool and you were good at yeah exactly exactly uh like I, well i was really into video games forever you know i was mm. like i was really early into like you know bbs's so i was like pirating games back then and like i had like all the super nintendo games i had like a copier for super nintendo that took like <laughs> floppy disks uh like three and a half inch floppy disks yep. to copy super nintendo games so i had like PC, I played everything. Super Nintendo, I played everything. Um, uh, the the next time I tried VR was probably at Rockstar. They had a, a VFX one, mm -hmm. and uh, it was super janky and like nothing worked with it. Um, except I think Flight Unlimited, I got working, uh, which also blew my mind because it was like you know you turn the plane sideways and you're like looking at the ground so that was like the first time i got like that kind of sense of mm -hmm. scale or mm -hmm. not even scale just like depth yeah uh and and like that made me realize because that zone hunter didn't really have like it was very close proximity yeah. kind of in in tunnels or whatever and then like realizing like oh my god like we can there's things we can perceive in vr that mm -hmm. like that's the only way you can get it you mm -hmm. know it's, uh, uh you know aside from actually flying a plane or whatever yeah. it's like depth and like like scale and just kind of like that sense of awe you know normally we get that through a, a character in a movie or something for sure but like to actually experience it is something you're only going to get from vr so it's amazing that you had that experience back well, i mean i'm just googled it and the vfx one headgear came out in 95 Mm -hmm. and the, and it equivalent it came out as a thousand dollars but equivalent to seventeen hundred dollars now nowadays um it's amazing because you the way you're exp way you're explaining is what a lot of people are getting right now over the last right. two three years with the quest right, right, right. realize that oh my gosh this is this amazing that you saw this back in what not in mid mid 90s that you saw yeah, like yeah. that you know so it's, i guess it's always been in your mind even when you've left rockstar and such as that maybe something in the yeah. coming over mm -hmm. totally but it was also like in my mind that like okay the, like the tech kind of sucks at the same <laughs> time you know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so like even even when dk1 came out like yes it was it was great and like it solved a lot of the problems but it still wasn't you know mm -hmm. made everybody sick yeah it made everybody sick it was like still you know only only three degrees of freedom yeah uh and like yeah <clears throat> low res Mm -hmm. yeah. controllers like still it wasn't wasn't really but we're getting there what was your <laughs> first uh vr development uh, i made a experience. thing so i i got uh the dk1 it was after the kickstarter i didn't even know about the kickstarter somehow that just like completely skipped me over i was like i think at the time i was kind of working 
part-time as a security guard and part-time as like a, doing VFX for like indie films. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I missed it. But then I, like I saw it and I got, I had money saved up from Second Life. Like I started a Second Life account yeah. and just made stuff. I didn't really play Second Life. I just wanted to make junk for it. So I had like exactly the amount of a DK1. Uh, so I bought the DK1, could justify it. Because we were also, uh, my first kid was on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, or was just here. Uh, Around that no, time. she's nine. So she would have just, just been here. Um, yeah, so it was hard to justify spending whatever, 350 yeah. Canadian on it. Um, but luckily I had that. And I got it. And I think the first thing I tried was like Greebles, I'm pretty sure. So it was just this thing you were like flying through. I doubt you'd even be able to find it. If I Google <laughs> try, but uh, you were just kind of flying through this like gray space with like these geometric greebles. But it was like it had like a like an atmosphere to it. You know, there was fog, so you got the depth, you got the scale, you got the the kind of like constant movement. So you weren't. Oh, I found this. I found a demo of it, three minutes yeah? long. Oh yeah. I'll watch that later. It yeah, does yeah. look very gray. It just looks like two gray uh, screens right now. Yeah, it's cool though. But like, so and, and you know what? I, I I tried everything that was there, and it was like, you know, Titans of Space. I think was already started. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I remember thinking like, okay, but like, where's all like the dope cyberpunk, yeah, like stuff? Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing I did was like, if you dig up like my first post on the oculus forum was exactly that it was like okay but where's the cool shit like, you know so people are still saying that now yeah yeah but, but so and like, I, lo-fi. I didn't even know what i didn't know that unity and unreal engine existed i didn't know that was a thing like i played with like rpg maker yeah but i didn't know that there was like out of the box um like game engines that anyone can kind of like pick up and start learning right and that so that blew my mind like that that was even a thing and that they gave away a free like license or trial anyway with the with the dk1 yeah so i i immediately grabbed both of them i think i tried unreal first because everyone was like Mm -hmm. unreal's better uh so i tried it and it's like I made a couple things, like just kind of very kind of blocky prototypes, but everything just felt like Unreal Tournament. It was like yeah. I was just I wasn't trying to make Unreal Tournament, but that's <laughs> what I was making. Yeah. So that kind of frustrated me. Uh, and then I tried Unity, and Unity was like exactly the kind of thing I want. Like I could mm. just literally take everything, and it would just eat. It. I'm like, I want this bam and there it is like it would just eat whatever i threw at it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and felt like what i was trying to make rather than like it was like an empty palette rather than uh like prefab Mm. um so i made a thing called uh the room not knowing that there was a very cheesy movie (laughs) called the room but i just called it the room and uh it was basically like uh i found a cool church model like an interior and I just put a bunch of junk in it uh like the, a, a model of the DK1 and like some 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 of the stuff I'd made for for Second Life like uh the Wing Chun dummy and like uh, the 
TV blinking from Halloween three mm-hmm. and just like a bunch of weird stuff that I, yeah. I um, and I put a TV playing the original teaser for cyberpunk 2077 mm. on, uh, like hd well hd you're in the dk1 so it was like (laughs) 720p (laughs) crushed down to the dk1 uh but i also had like dust motes floating through the air and i sat in front of that tv watching it and got like an instant crazy sense of presence because i'm like doing what i do a lot in reality which is just like consume from a tv mm-hmm. and then having the environment kind of like blur out and but also having like dust motes floating around like yeah. i instantly forgot that i was in vr mm. and i was like okay this is bananas man like we gotta start like seriously making cool shit for this thing yeah and um so i, I put that demo out on on I guess Oculus Share, and I don't think Oculus Share was a thing. It was just the the forums. Mm-hmm. Maybe Oculus Share as well. I don't know. Uh, but I got a lot of great feedback from it. People making like YouTube videos, yeah. like, um, and then I I made another one right after that. That was uh, I wanted to play with scale, so it was just it was called the city, and it was just like giant skyscrapers, and you're standing in the middle of like a, a city block. And it's mm-hmm. foggy, so you get that like good depth sense. And there was just the the default Unity robot I made giant and was just walking <laughs> down the road beside you. So you're like staring up at this giant robot, and that gave that new sense of just like scale and awe that like mm. you can't get anywhere else, right? So right. Yeah. Uh, around that time, I think the Oculus best practices guides. Mm-hmm. We're coming out and it was like, okay, no, no moving and like, no, which is funny because like all you had to work with was a controller or a mouse and keyboard. That's like yeah. no moving. And it's like, okay, so what am I doing? <laughs> Literally putting this <laughs> thing clickers. on my head. And it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, but they wanted you to use like gaze um, mm. for everything. Yeah. Which is all, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy now. Like talking about, you know, you were saying that developers are the ones that are like, coming up with these ideas we were all expecting oculus to mm. to, to like, like they've got the money they've got at the time whatever they only had like yeah a couple couple million you know which is like what did they have what was the oculus kickstarter for it was a, it was only like a, a couple million right i don't know but it blew up um I don't yeah but blew up for kickstarter not blew up yeah, for like no, a, no, no, like for a, kickstarter yeah for like a research and development company anyway so so uh yeah, like all of that stuff is wrong. Yeah, well, like the... with the like with the first like figuring out the joystick movement, nobody knew mm-hmm. what the hell to do, and everybody's well, we getting knew, sick. We knew <laughs> we knew what made people sick, and that's yeah. fair. And like that's still the case with a lot of stuff. Um, but where was I going with that? Oh yeah, okay. So so the uh, I I started making a thing. I was like I got serious about it, and I I went to the the guy who I was doing VFX work for, and I was mm-hmm. like, um, that that company was called Iris Creative, yep. and we were doing uh we're well that was the the corporate side. We were doing like um, visual effects and stuff for for uh, corporate sh- stuff 
um and uh i was like i want to do this like this Mm -hmm. is what i want to do and he's like okay well let's start a company um Mm -hmm. so i started a company with him uh and then we i I started building technolust which at the time was i think dread had just come out Mm -hmm. uh it's funny i just tweeted about dread today uh saying they need to make a sequel i saw that yeah (laughs) yeah because uh, I was thinking about it again last night. So th- there's the guy in Dread. Um, I forget the actor's names. The the red haired guy. Uh, he's he's also like Huxley in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, um, I don't know. I terrible terrible names. names. Yeah, yeah. So so he he in Dread. He's basically like uh, the security guard, mm-hmm. um, and he just sits in a like a bank of monitors. But it's like future security hacker guy, mm-hmm. right? And I was like. Uh, Papers, Please had also come out and I, I hadn't played it, but I, I like I got the idea of what it is. And I was like, I'm going to make like a cyberpunk Papers, Please for mm-hmm. VR, where you're basically at this bank of monitors and you, you, uh, you know, people, people come to the door and you got to like, you, they come up on the security camera on the monitor. You've got all the maps and you decide like you, you've got access control yeah. and all that stuff. So that was the plan, uh, which is a pretty lofty goal for me because i'm not really a programmer mm. so i was like not even thinking like there's a lot of code involved in this uh, <laughs> but i think I, I knew mark tran already and we were talking about doing something together maybe i'm pretty sure uh yeah so so i built this this like cool desk area and everything but i had a window that you could look out and mm-hmm. it had like the dystopian cityscape with like flying cars going by and like all this stuff. And I was like, fuck this, man. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I don't, I don't want to play, I don't want to make this game or play this game when I can go like, mm-hmm. because what's cool about VR is that like, like the cityscape and yeah. like the discovery and the scale and the depth. The adventure, and yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I'm sure the video game would be cool. It still would be cool, but like, that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, screw the best practices. Here we go. We're walking. Now I need to build a hallway. Now I need to build the elevator. Now I need to build the outside. <laughs> uh, and then what's outside? And I just started going bananas. And then uh, I think that's when I went to the uh, my business partner and was like, let's like, this is what I want to do. This is you know, I'm yeah. serious about this. So we, we, I'd say we, but it was me. I ran the Kickstarter. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yada, yada, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, yeah with, well, obviously you're alluding to lo-fi right there. Um, I think you hit your Kickstarter goal within the first couple of days or three days or something like that, right? Or you got oh, quite close to, to it. To lo-fi? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I got... I, I, well, I was talking about uh, Technolust. Oh, you're talking, yeah, yeah. Which, and then... Yeah, which was, yeah. You're like visual, I guess. Would you say Technolus is like a visual novel, essentially? That's I what I called it. But like, I, now that I look back on it, it was like, I don't know. Whatever. It was just kind of like a linear mm-hmm. story. Yeah. So I guess visual novel works. So. Visual novel was. So visual novel, I think people get in their heads, they get like a weird anime high school. Thing yeah, that's like, true. And that's <laughs> not what it is at all. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is very, um, especially with the music, the synthwave music that you got on going on. Obviously, yeah. th- th- that obviously led to 
lo-fi, right? That I'm assuming because obviously a lot of inspiration from uh, yeah. Technolust. Um, lo-fi for the folks at home who don't really know what lo-fi is. It's a, would you say it's a retro futuristic cyberpunk type type experience where, okay, there's a, it's an open world adventure, but it's, it's the adventure part of it, which is the most important part. Like you're essentially a cop. Is that correct? That you're kind mm -hmm. of patrolling the streets? Yeah, that's kind of the backdrop for it. Like you, mm -hmm. you, you come into the city as like the new sheriff. Yeah. Uh, but you have, you know, you're, you're, you are the law. Speaking of dread. <laughs> you <laughs> so can pretty you, much do anything. Yeah, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a good cop. You yeah. don't have to be a bad cop. You can be whatever you want. And you basically, you don't have to worry about the consequences because you're the, you're the, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's a little bit odd for me because obviously me not having a PC VR can't play it. I'm only looking at it. But Samson, obviously you play it quite a bit. What do you think? I want to go it? so far as to quite a bit, but I did hop into it uh, about a month ago. I like to like these games I have early access to. Like I'm not trying to play a boatload before they come out, but uh, I did want to experience the world and like how. Uh, like the scale you say but yeah. uh yeah that intro the intro sequence is just like so freaking so freaking good yeah uh, flying it's, into the city yeah, yeah just flying in and you just like honestly when i first did i was like oh god am i flying it and then i realized yeah, yeah. it's on autopilot <laughs> yeah. and then i started just looking around and it's uh yeah that city's beautiful um a real nice like showcase of the of the beautiful visual aspects of the game um mm -hmm. i can see like influences where you've got influences from your gta days you got influences from i guess the visual effects days as well like mm -hmm. all being put into this um to this game is so this is this the game that you've always envisioned that you've wanted to make like for a long long time yeah i mean well it's it's what i want to do in vr right mm -hmm. uh it's like the holodeck like we were promised the holodeck i think even in the, like the oculus kickstarter yeah like holodeck is mentioned it's like you know here you go here's your holodeck <laughs> and then i got it and the, it wasn't the holodeck and i'm like okay but so like why aren't we working on the holodeck mm -hmm. we're working on everyone's trying to make like video games in yeah. the holodeck isn't video games it's not like you can use it for video games but that's prim not primarily what people use it for you know like mm -hmm. like but Picard went in there and put his feet up on the desk in this 20 like noir fiction and like yeah waited for a case to come in and did like but you, you do what you want to do right it's mm -hmm. not like you never saw anybody like I, I've got this thread going I actually did a talk about it on Twitter like a, the VR design manifesto mm -hmm. where it's like talking about things like that or, or like the holodeck manifesto also it's like you know, you never saw Riker come out and like angry and throw the controller and looking for a walkthrough or like mad <laughs> that he died too many times, right? It's mm. like, that's not what a holodeck is. You want mm. like, you want to empower people and give them like this cool, like make them feel good. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's a totally different beast, but nobody, like, I don't want to say nobody because I don't know, but like, it feels like not a lot of people are kind of tackling it that way. Like, mm as a holodeck rather than as a new video game console yeah i mean it's at the, sometimes it makes sense though right because that is the old ways that is the how video games are on on pancake platforms and that's what people are just kind of porting over but yeah. vr is so much more as like you said there's so much more you can do with it 
Okay, mm-hmm. you can go with that, or you can go also with um, like creating these beautiful VR films that people are making there. You know, beautiful experiences that have a little bit of interactivity, but you're kind of you're like the star of the film and such. Mm-hmm. And it's it's those kind of experiences which really elevate uh, what VR is. Um, I'm going to ask in terms of uh, LoFi, you've obviously got it running in both VR and in standard mode. Was mm-hmm. that a certain design choice, or was it? Like, would it would it be make more sense if you did put everything in VR, or was there a choice in having it run in both standard and VR? Well, it's it's it started out in VR only, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was kind of like I'm. I don't know what it was. I think it was mostly like I'm sick of having to put the headset off and on all the time to test. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was a point, actually. No, that's exactly what it was. There was a point where you used to be able to use the controllers without the headset on to right. test things. Uh, so it's just like, if you just want to move around and mm-hmm. like click on things right in front of you or whatever, uh, you could yeah. do that. And then all of a sudden, I don't know why it just stopped working. It was like the headset had to be on for the controllers to work. So uh, my, uh, yeah, my, oh, here comes my cat, come on, Bernie. Uh, the, what are you doing? Are you coming up or what? Um, <laughs> he, yeah, so I, I immediately was like, okay, yeah, we, we need to, I need to fix this. So, you know, I, whatever, I emailed Oculus, uh, and said, what's up? And like, it, like everyone's suggestion was to put tape over the, over the, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> stupid sensor. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, and especially because like now it's got to be on my desk. That's more like, mm-hmm. no. So I was like, let's just make a flat version of it. And then it was like, why aren't we making a flat version of it anyway? Mm-hmm. Uh, my first thought was that it wouldn't be as like compelling, but the more kind of into the design of the game I got, I was like, no, this is great. Like, this is still, you know, like pe- people will be into this just, just for like, you know, it's people kind of crap on uh, like walking simulators or whatever for, and I'm like, we're already past that. It's not a walking mm-hmm. simulator where like, we're, you know, we've got whatever a crafting system, you can shoot things, you can like, whatever. So it's not, uh, it's just kind of like more of a, a casual open world game I guess like mm-hmm. yeah where you're not gonna die and stuff and I think like it's weird that there's no that, I don't think there's really a market for that either on PC or like it's not that there's not a market it's just people aren't really making it so yeah. it's like yeah let's just do it like is there more interactability in VR yeah yeah, yeah. And, like of course like you can like even just being able to pick things up uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to like in, in non-VR, you just click on it and it goes into your inventory or whatever, right? But in, in, in VR, you can pick it up and like interact with it or even like have a closer look at it. Just even things like a, like a comic book or something, you know, like you pick up the comic book and it's like it's a You're tangible object. It, yeah. Yeah. But like that, that's, that goes back to the, like the difference between VR and not VR. It, it's, it's not like weird, goofy gimmicks. It's, it's like, it's like, no, you're, it's like the holodeck. You, like you're in the video game yeah there's nothing special about this object except you're actually there now you can pick it up and check yeah. it out and do do what you would do normally right it's like it it adds a layer rather than like uh yeah like i don't know i don't know what to 
It just, it just, yeah, you're right. It just, it, it's that middle ground, right? Where, like you said, on a normal standard game, you click it, it goes straight into inventory, it's added into your bag, etc., and such. But this is, you can interact with everything. You can pick it up, even if it doesn't do anything. The yeah. fact that you can kind of like turn it around and just look at the asset in your hand is, yeah. Is... And it just makes it feel more tangible, like you're actually there. You know, it's, it kind of grounds the experience. For sure. uh, I'm trying to think of things that are like, there are VR specific things like, uh, you know, we've got like uh, arcade mini games that are like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know the difference. It's like some things just won't work. Like Beat Saber doesn't really work at non VR. And we have like, <laughs> with, there's a techno Viking video game or uh, like mini game in the arcade where you like, you have uh, like weapons and you're swinging mm-hmm. it at stuff. And it's like, uh, what is that in non-VR? I mean, it, it's, you can still swing the weapon. timing. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not the same thing, right? Yeah. Has so. it come to, I, I don't know if the game can do this now, so I'm just asking here. It's like, obviously you have the standard and the VR mode. Could you be playing your standard version and then go, okay, I want to hop right there and then in VR and put your VR headset mm-hmm. in and kind of dive in? Or do you kind of just need to reload that save? Yeah, or- I don't, you'd have to reload it because it's like it's how it's how you run the game right now like yeah. if you run the vr mode like the executable it checks to see what headset is plugged in and then mm-hmm. either runs the we're not using we're not using open vr we're using actually like the steam right plugin and the oculus plugin so it'll pick which one to use um and then if you're want to run 2d you're on a batch file that just says basically run it in non-VR mode gotcha, and then it, it enables all the controller stuff and stuff like PS5. Listen, controller. you keep calling 2D gaming standard gaming, Dan. I prefer to call it legacy gaming. <laughs> legacy gaming. I like that. I like that. Um, something that's not a legacy. Obviously, you hit your Kickstarter goal, which allow you to now kind of bring this uh, game to the next PlayStation VR platform as well. Um, have you kind of started working on that or and if you have and you can talk about that has there been any differences from the pc build or is it very similar now just because the architecture of the playstation uh no it's it's pretty much the same as the pc vr I, I mean i can't i can't talk about the specs of the headset of course yeah. uh it's right it's right here just out of frame <laughs> i had to move it it was it was right here <laughs> i don't even know if i'm allowed to say that i have it and I, I imagine so Anyway. Um, okay. we're not you may, may not yeah yeah like I, I think you said before the before we started that nobody's gonna see this anyway right <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're, we're our discord niche. members that's better yeah. we're, a niche. we're a niche and a niche and a niche that's the yeah. problem <laughs> it's okay I, like who knows man whatever like 20 years from now exactly what one of us could hit the big time and people <laughs> would be going back and looking at this exactly for sure for sure but yeah my, so like with the my PS... on daniel he's tall and good looking yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> oh you're making me blush um yeah. and that british accent <laughs> obviously um no chance of something like this running on quest right absolutely no chance so is there ever going to be a yeah. sense of maybe you can down like completely down I'm, the assets so is it not to. worth it the yeah. uh, Oculus came to me uh, when the Quest first came out and asked if I could port Technolus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started kind of messing around with it, seeing what was possible. And I found uh, like Google Sarat 
which allows me to basically bake down uh, like nodes in a scene and it like it looks really great um but i would have had to have basically redone the whole mechanics of the game right like basically redo the game i'm i'm using the game to to build a new game yeah yeah yeah. uh and i'm like this isn't worth it like the amount of money they offered me was laughable uh yeah it's fast so i just said well no and also i was starting on lo-fi so i was like no that's not gonna happen yeah uh but i did make a kind of I used those tests to put together um, agency, which is like, mm-hmm. a, and that's on App Lab, right? Yeah, it's on App Lab. It's just a, like a tech demo showing what you can do with Google Surat. It's really janky because, I, like, I it was literally like a two day mission. Like, I yeah. just <laughs> kind of whipped it up. Um, so, like, the the shoulders of your character don't really sync up with you properly, which is kind of annoying, but. Like it looks great though. It's it's a great example of like what you can get fidelity wise. Yeah. So like no. <laughs> short, short answers, no. No, yeah. Uh like no. I wouldn't even attempt it. Cause like you you see what happens when people try to do that. Even like recently yeah. the uh the what was the oh, the, the showdown thing showdown demo, yeah. yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. terrible, man. Like don't do that. It's like a slow motion version of like janky assets. I don't want to see that. That's it's it's definitely bad because obviously a lot of people are coming into Quest as their first VR headset. And if they jump into experiences like that, then that's gonna put them off VR for a long mm-hmm. time. So I, I definitely agree with that. Um curious to hear what your thoughts on what the current state of VR is then, um, like with the rise of mobile headsets coming up because you're predominantly a pc vr developer right um and mm. obviously playstation which is pretty much identical well like what are your is do you kind of have a thought to it do you, is this something that you'd probably want to jump into at one stage or are you kind of kind of waiting for that mobile hardware to get up to a, a fairly high standard before you think you'll dive into something like that i just talk about how my cat looks like the <laughs> at, at the end of the nothing or, or at the end of never ending story Show us your teeth, Murray. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've done mobile. I've done mobile before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hate it. It's like, mm-hmm. not the direction I was kind of hoping for it to go, you know? It's um, like, I get that the money's there. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I keep doing this thing where I, I, I like go on this like super ambitious thing. Mm-hmm. also and it kind of like pigeonholes me i'm I'm stuck yeah like i can't like it's already insane that i'm making lo-fi mm-hmm. with like me and another dude part-time you know like yes. super part-time it's like barely i don't even know where he is half the time uh <laughs> so like like that's a crazy thing to do and then like yeah so even thinking about these side things is crazy like well and then like porting to playstation 5 porting to mm-hmm. psvr 2 like um it apparently runs on um, on uh, Steam Deck, which is crazy. Oh wow! Uh, at like yeah, like 30, 40 frames a second, which is fine. Like that that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good but job. But not really because th- <laughs> thanks. Well, yeah, because uh, but like I started Lo-Fi, I had like a like a nine eighty video card, right? And that was mm-hmm. like min min spec for for VR. So 
Mm-hmm. Like it should should run pretty well on everything, but not mobile hardware. Like no. it's still <laughs> such a big drop off, right? Yeah, yeah um, it's insane. Like it's like, but, but like the other part of that that bothers me is like I know what can be done with the mobile hardware, and it's like people aren't pushing that envelope mm. uh, where they could be either because it's not it's not worth it. It's not worth the effort, you know. Like as much money as there is in in people uh, are mobile, eating up what's being VR. sold, yeah. Yeah, uh, like it's not, it's not comparable to like a, what like a Nintendo Switch or even like a PS5 that nobody can get a hold of. You know, like the mm-hmm. numbers just aren't there, mm-hmm. uh, money wise. And like it takes, it takes stupid, ambitious, semi-talented people to do that. <laughs> and really like, uh, there's not enough of them. Like, there's a few. You look at like, um, like uh, I don't know what the name of the company is, but like. Uh, Nathan, uh, wait, is it Nathan? Red Matter. Um, Red Matter is. I don't remember the Red Matter's developers actually. Oh my god, I talk to them all the time. On top of the stage, days, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, you get things like that. Um, but yeah, that's it. Like we need more kind of crazy, ambitious people to, to do. Do you do you play much? Uh, do. do you play any mobile? VR? Uh, I don't. I don't play any VR. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I get in trouble. You want it? Time, huh? I haven't played Alex. I haven't mm-hmm. played. Uh, I haven't played. Um, what's the other one? People are always trying to get me to do uh, Lone like, Echo. Boneworks probably too. Yeah. Boneworks. No, I get like, but I get it. Like I like, because I do experiments like that for myself all the time. You know, it's like, oh, what can we do with like crazy uh, IK and and like Boneworks kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but like, that's not what I'm making. So yeah. it's not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in there and make myself sick and giggle for like <laughs> for no reason. It's just a waste of time. At the same time, you're all, you know you're always constantly developing lo-fi, so it's you know I can see why you'd want to kind of a break a little bit from the rest of the VR world as well. Jump yeah. into something else. Yeah, it's like, well, oh, you like have a break from lo-fi and get into something somebody else's world. Yeah, kind of, but like I have this. Uh, this philosophy that's been working well for me where it's like I don't want to like watch things or like get into things that kind of cross over too much Mm. what I'm working on because it's like I lose that kind of like mad scientist uh, aspect of it right it's like it's like I want to use start borrowing I'm I'm still borrowing like everything like but it but I'm borrowing from like my childhood and like things that are like deep like ruminating and like kind of in in this yeah they've had time to turn into like i feel like they're my ideas you know i I agree (laughs) i mean i i can kind of relate to that on a very very smaller level with the podcast because i don't look at any other vr podcasts or anything so i'm like okay i just want to kind of make what we think is going to be like what people want to hear so i kind of kind of understand that on a small level um just wanted to ask one question about the npcs in lo-fi is that come from um your comp your company you co-founded called quantum capture like the mm-hmm. um has that literally come from you kind of taken what you've done in there with the um Some of virtual them. humans kind of thing yeah. yeah so uh the quantum capture i co-founded so I, I introduced them to my business partner at the time uh he's still my business partner but he so the, the guys from Quantum Capture were running out of uh, a closet, basically, in a guy's apartment. 
so they had a turntable and they were rotating them with like 12 cameras <laughs> and I, I met them at a VR meetup and they really liked what I was doing and they wanted to show me what they were doing and I was like okay I, I know a guy who's got the money to get you the rest of the cameras that you need mm -hmm. to build your rig so I got them together and I was like kiss no I didn't say kiss like, <laughs> but, they, but they you said so it up that, in here <laughs> yeah so they are a producer man that worked they got their their things and i was like okay so like let's make this the deal uh i will kind of um we'll do like a cross promotion thing i'll promote you guys uh just give me all of the models that you make uh yeah. like testing this stuff out uh so i think the deal was like 10 scans or something Mm -hmm. so yeah so, but i got those for for techno lust um yeah and then the the uh, so but like whatever i'm just a co-founder of that company so we don't really like mm -hmm. i can't i can't i can't get any more favors out of them anymore yeah. i can't be like yeah hey let's scan characters all day because it's expensive yeah it's, uh, like j just the work from going from the, the photogrammetry rig to mm -hmm. getting like a game ready model is like you know tens of thousands of dollars of work Sure. But the the quality yeah. shows like the quality shows when it when it all you know the final product of it. But so sure, you say yeah. some some in lo-fi they're, they're like that, but some obviously are not. Right. So all, all of the 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 humanoid characters that are wearing masks mm -hmm. that don't talk are uh, well they do talk, but like through a mask. Yeah. Because I don't have facial animation for them. That's all quantum capture stuff because I I can't rig up all the facial animation and everything for them that well, I can't afford to, I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's, we've got two in there right now that are fully facial performance captured. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'm just in the middle of, I, I just finished writing the script for the mortician character. Um, so that's a different company called Cream Digital, who's also in Toronto. Right. Uh, and they're doing a completely different thing. It's a totally different pipeline where it's it's a lot closer to kind of what they did with um, L.A. Noir, mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's kind of like the next level of that. It's like mm. it doesn't it doesn't look like a potato. It's like it's all <laughs> like HD video. Yeah. Is that the one? There's one in the apartments, I think, that I remember. Yeah, there's the guy. There's there's the guy in the apartment. Dominic yeah. Moynihan. It or Moynihan. Moynihan. The guy from Lost, uh, uh -huh. he, he's in the he's in the toilet, yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of the same deal. That was that was their test. Cream was testing this technology, and mm -hmm. he's friends with Dom, so he got him to just do this like rambling monologue thing. <laughs> and he's like, okay, he gives it to me to test to see what it looks like in lo-fi. And I was like, it would be hilarious if he's just here <laughs> in the toilet and just like being a weirdo, right? Uh, and it worked really well. So yeah, I think that's all we're gonna have though. That's all we can afford for like full performance capture. So I, right. I like I, I'm making the uh, mortician like kind of a really important character, like trying to give her as much connection to the player mm -hmm. as possible, or let the player have more connection with her anyway. Nice, nice. Um, just got. I know I'm just conscious of time here. Um, obviously we've got four 2022 on the website. It's still achievable, would you say, with lo-fi or maybe? 420? 
fall fall 2020 oh okay. yeah, <laughs> i heard 420 as well yeah, so like, it's the accent is the accent 420 2022 i was like i don't remember saying that uh <laughs> it was like it's delayed <laughs> where does it say that on the website <laughs> oh okay yeah I, maybe, uh, maybe update that but uh, how is he like did i think pa- like what what, what, we're, what we're shooting yeah. for is like like late fall like holiday season but i i don't know because like i don't know my my obviously it was it was majorly delayed because of covid and like yeah. i have a my daughter's nine now so it was like you know i was doing school with her mm-hmm. for a good chunk of that and then like summer with her mm-hmm. for yeah. a good chunk of that so like we're back on track now but uh, again summer's coming up uh, yeah. so the idea but like my my PC backers are really cool and like mm. after after Cyberpunk 2077 and it's like there's a lot of crossover with our fans yeah. and they kind of like were like no just finish it dude like make yeah. sure it's done like I don't, want, <laughs> I don't care about a release date like I want a good <laughs> thing at the end so that's that's super heartening I, I love that for sure um like at the same time I still want to get it done of course of course uh, and uh but then, like, I don't know what the release date for PSVR two is. Uh, mm-hmm. So it would be it would be great to release alongside with that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Even even yeah, like I would love to give Sony an exclusive, like timed exclusive for that. You know, like mm-hmm. obviously my my backers and like um, yeah. early access people could still have the PC one. But uh, yeah, I could use some money. <laughs> i was gonna say the obviously obviously the mobile quest uh, mobile quest just the quest 2 in general is the most popular vr headset with all these stuff and obviously lo-fi will never really come to that but are you really hoping that playstation vr 2 takes off like that and has the same kind of popularity because obviously then yeah. the player base would be pretty much pc vr but through the playstation yeah 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 i mean of course i mean i hope all of it takes off like i mm-hmm. i i at least doing flat, I also had the regular Steam market, um, which you know is is chaos. There's like a, probably a game releasing every five seconds or something <laughs> stupid. So it's like, how do you how do you even yeah? But it runs flat on PS5 as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's that as well. Uh, I don't know how. So, uh, like whatever. That's all NDA stuff. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we got the PlayStation market, and but I don't know how indie titles do on PS Five or like I don't. I don't know any insights, but like they do showcase them quite a lot. PlayStation, they are pretty good at that. Them and Nintendo are pretty good when it comes to the indies. Uh, I have the advantage of like this has always been an advantage is it looks really good in like screenshots and video. Yeah. So it's like that's. You know, I, I tell indies this all the time. Like that's that's the most important thing. No, no, like if somebody's scrolling through Twitter and they see a, a like a flat shaded like looks like an asset off the asset mm-hmm. store, they're just gonna keep scrolling. You know, sure. like th- doesn't matter niche, how good it is. Niche market. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like it, like screenshots sell. I've been mm-hmm. saying like that. They were telling us that when I started a rock star. You know, like yeah. twenty five <laughs> yeah. years. Ago, Rockstar right? did that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you you get you get the gaming magazine and it's got you're yeah. like I want that game. Look at that game. Look at yeah. the graphics. I don't care what the game is. <laughs> like yeah. that comes after. Well, that's why I kind of like personally for me I have high hopes for Lo-Fi on PlayStation because 
you see how well the driving games do in 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 on like PlayStation and Xbox, and even people who are not into driving games will still buy them because they showcase off how beautiful it looks. So yeah. you can give this show this to your friends and family who come over and you know, look how good this PlayStation looks. And that yeah. could this could be a maybe a good showcase game for the PSVR um too well at least we hope but i can see I, it i'm being sure that. i don't know sony's got a lot of money and like they have studios like i think i'm pretty sure that like like the, the london studio is like super mm-hmm. into vr and they're also yeah. like the best graphic studio they have yeah so um i mean they also got horizon um yeah. essentially coming uh, or yeah. the version of it but, essentially but that's the silly thing like i can't believe we're in a world where like this this, this is my studio and like you know, we're talking about me competing with like Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, yeah, with like a so I mean, many. Yeah, it's yeah. mad, right? Have studios yeah. tried to buy you and or slash like LoFi? No, I mean like we've got it. it it's a weird thing. Like when you're a solo, uh, companies don't like that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you don't you're not because like they I want more slip, control. Yeah, I could slip in the tub and like hit my head on something, and then what? Like I'm still the developer. You know, I get I get a lot of. Um, a lot of publishers bothering me, but like I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need publishers. I mean, it might get what do no publish- They like that's the give question. you the what market. Do they do? Yeah, that's it's... no. They they <laughs> they give you money like upfront money, but then they yeah. take money off the back end. It's it's almost yeah. like like a record uh, label. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah. our Canadian grant yeah. system is very similar. It's like you can get a grant. It's like here we give yeah. you a bunch of money, but then like you got to pay it all back. It's it's like a yeah. loan. Or you, you don't have to pay it back if you're unsuccessful, mm-hmm. but then if you're successful. So what that does is breed people that make crappy, unsuccessful things for these grants. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's separate from a publisher. A publisher obviously wants you to succeed. Yeah. Um, for sure. Because they're just getting a percentage. But, but they'll take money forever. It's not yeah. like you're just, you're not just paying it back. They just, you know. Yeah, that's, te- it was not, it's, it's technically their game now. They kind of own the IP, right, technically. Uh, yeah, well, it depends, depends on, on the, the deal. deal. On your deal. Yeah. I would ne- I would never make that deal, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. They, but the, there's other things like if you get a publisher specifically for a PlayStation, mm-hmm. uh, so you would get them to pay for the porting of it uh, and they, do that offsite, and they'll take like literally almost all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but like. E- if you can't do it, it still makes sense to do, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, um, at least you get something. Or, yeah. 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 I guess they handle the marketing, assuming as well. Yeah. But what is that? What is marketing for a PlayStation game? You know, like, what are you doing? TV ads? Like, nobody, I don't know. No one really. Works. I mean, there no. is some sort of TV ads, but no one really. I was going to yeah, paying, nobody's, paying nobody's IGN or something. Ads. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. It's like, yeah, you yeah. have to, yeah, put yeah. Ad, like banner ads and stuff or like, <laughs> Ads on YouTube videos, I guess. YouTube videos in front of the PlayStation Store or something. Hey, G4 like that. TV's back, so yeah, yeah. Are they? I thought they were gone again because they had like some controversy, something. Really? Oh, yeah, they were yeah. gone at some point, but um, they're not gone. They were just tanking. No, they were no, gone, I... and then they were back, and then they they were like they had some thing. I get you. Perfect. Um. Blair, I always wrap up every time we have a developer on the show. Um, just one question. It's kind of a generic question, but it's up to you how you kind of want to take it. Um, can you give like just one can piece I pass? of advice? <laughs> no, no passing. Okay. <laughs> can you give one piece of advice that you would say to aspiring developers? Uh, one. Jeez. Like you can give more one. than one. 
You need more than one. <laughs> okay. Well, we already we just did one about like make sure it looks dope or nobody cares, right? Like mm -hmm. it. But I think that that carries on to also just make sure that it's actually good. Like if if you're in like thinking of putting another mortgage on your house and like your wife and like your best friend are, are telling you that it's good but like you have no other feedback mm -hmm. don't do, don't do that don't do that <laughs> like i get in trouble for like telling people like be yeah. careful though like people people like destroy their lives doing this mm -hmm. stuff like it's okay to do it as a hobby if you enjoy it but don't like stake your life on something that might not actually be good Oh, or or you you're not sure that you can sell. Um, I think those those are like it sounds like a, such a negative thing, but I see it happening. All so the time. take that deal with the publisher. No, no. Well, a publisher won't come to you if it's not good, right? Like yeah, the publisher wants true. to yeah, like yeah. try it or like see see some some hype on it. Sorry, I think that was my oven. You hear that's that? fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I think that that's important, but like, yeah, make sure it looks good. I see a lot of questions about marketing, but for, for, for VR specifically, I think just, yeah, you have to be passionate about it. You have to like, you have to care. It's weird that people think like I have this reputation on, on like in VR Twitter verse mm -hmm. of like hating VR or something. I'm like, dude, this is like, <laughs> this is well, we all know you so hate the VR content creator. <laughs> well like influencer culture uh, or like influencer marketing as a thing i think is kind of shady uh yeah but like they read that it's like i hate vr it's like yeah. no it's like i don't like the idea of like paying someone to yeah. say that my thing is especially if it's not good mm -hmm. like that goes with those same people right <laughs> like mm -hmm. like so now i'm listening to whoever whatever pick your your influencer and they're telling me that this thing is awesome that sucks. <laughs> I'm like, now you're right. now you're just you're wrecking the industry. You're like you That's like true. you're net negative. So I, I try and say that. Like, how do you how do you say that without getting influencers mad at you and like getting their backs up? You know, it's, it's the internet. Yeah. It's the internet. Everyone gets yeah. mad over. <laughs> I mean, but it's such an obvious truth. It you is, know, yeah. it's like, uh, and like somehow it's like I'm I'm the bad guy for saying it. For sure. I mean, I understand being defensive about like what you do and saying like, well, I'm not like that. I'm like, yeah, okay, but like you are still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the nature mm -hmm. of what you're doing now, you know. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So we had so we had some advice for an aspiring developer, and we had some advice for content creators out there. <laughs> or, or well, just I, that, it's terrible advice for a content creator though, because like if you want to make money at it, That's you, the thing. The clickbait sells. Clickbait yeah. sells. I'm you know, fine that. with clickbait. Clickbait's great. That's fine. Like. <laughs> like this is psychology that's how a human mind works mm -hmm. if you figure out you got to make your o face and like trace the <laughs> thumbnail in red or whatever go ahead but like it's the asking for money to cover chilling. something yeah it, it's not yeah. yeah it's just ask specifically covering things that you're yeah. paid for e even if you know i mean it's 100 percent taking a gift changes you like you're mm -hmm. like it right that's again it's it's psychology it just happens yeah, exactly. it's like you have no control over that exactly yeah. exactly you don't yeah. bite the hand that feeds you, you know? do have a little bias no matter what but um yeah. 
Blair, thank you so much for joining us uh, today on this podcast. It's been good fun. It's really good to hear about what you've, what your whole backstory is, to be honest. I, I'm sure like people who read into you know about the rock star stuff, but like mm. people on the surface probably don't know about that early, early it days. It me out that people are like reading into me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you might have a Wikipedia. I don't know if it's I don't know. No, I don't. I want one. That's you want one? <laughs> yeah. You... So, wait, wait. Hold right. on. You, you know what? People to read into you, but you want a Wikipedia. We're we're on it. I want the well... Wikipedia for like for other things. It's like you can't you can't get uh whatever um, what do they call it? Not certified. On Twitter, oh, like on Twitter, yeah, the blue like, thing. Verified. I know. Verified. Yeah. Certified. Ben, ben Lang's been certified really fresh. That. Yeah, well, so you need a wiki article, and it's it's also just kind of like a legacy thing, you know. It's like mm. it's, I know that Wikipedia is going to be pretty much permanent. It's like yeah. you know, it's every, forever, everyone yeah. might forget the gains that I made, but like to be able to dig it back up again and see it, they can Google and put the past history. Okay, yeah. Samson, that's your project for the summer is to create the <laughs> wiki. Um, Blair, I don't think it's that big of an article, <laughs> to be honest. It's like obviously, we don't have a we don't have a wiki for you, Blair, but um do you want to plug where, where can people find you on, on on twitter and such sure yeah the uh i'm pretty active on twitter at anti-cleric what are you laughing about it let's <laughs> put it lightly maybe yeah I think, i've had people like in real life come up to me and be like i really enjoy your twitter i find that so like it's that's so a weird fun. thing to say to somebody because it's like it's literally so just like I don't know. Twitter's anarchy. Um, yeah, especially like some, some like Twitter. sometimes I get home from work. It's like a late Friday night, and I'm like, I just open up Twitter. I'm like, yeah, all right, it's getting good. <laughs> oh my god, my my spicy takes. Yeah, <laughs> go go find out Blair's spicy takes. I'll put his it's Twitter and my obviously. milk toast takes, but like they're spicy on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. In the in the description below, we'll have Blair's Twitter, and we'll have um, obviously lo-fi links and such. Um, you can buy lo-fi early access. Where can you get it? Uh, yeah, it's on at itch.io slash lo-fi or anti-cleric. No, it's slash anti-cleric. Yeah. I don't know. One, yeah. one of those two. Um, yeah, that's the only place you can get it early access right now. Perfect, perfect. Sweet. Awesome. Thanks, Blair, for obviously joining us. Um, oh. Everyone who's listening and on the video, thanks a lot for joining us. Next week, we'll... Just have a normal, regular, boring episode with VR News. Not, mm-hmm. not fun guests like Blair, but um, we'll Don't see worry. you for that. I'll watch those. Those are, those are for me. Yeah, yeah, those are for you. <laughs> see what's happening. All right, perfect. Thanks all. Bye.